Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Shooting the Breeze. I'm Cody. And I'm Sawyer. And we're just two guys shooting the breeze. And we have a different topic coming at you today. And it's about retirement accounts. Yep, a personal, a personal topic. Yeah, yeah. Something we're very passionate about. <laughs> something we are very passionate about. Sawyer and I really enjoy talking about finances, looking into what, we, what can really help us be the most successful in the future, um, investing in our future, right? And I know a lot of people don't start until later in life, right? Much later. Yeah, and so I, I'm proud to say that, you know, we're both 23 years old. We've already jump-started. Or actually, you're about to be 24 in, in August. Ah! That's getting old. <laughs> I know, but um, yeah, so I'm glad to say we kind of started early. And I really just want to talk about uh, what are the pros and cons of some of these uh, retirement accounts and... Uh, how they can really benefit you in the future. But yeah, let's dive on in. All right, so we're talking about retirement accounts and there's a lot of different types of retirement accounts, right? But I really only want to hit on two today and that being the 401k, and IRAs. Yeah. And I think we both we both have a 401k. Both have I a 401k. know. Um I'm not sure do you have an IRA? Possibly. I have a Roth. Roth IRA? I have a Roth 401k. Okay. See, that's what I have too. But we're we're about to break it break it all down for you. Um try to talk about it the best as we can. But yeah, so let's start out. Let's start out with a 401k and what what that is, looks like. Uh, yeah, <laughs> what, what that looks like. What is a 401k? It can be a little overwhelming. So a 401k defined by the U.S. Department of Labor is defined as a contribution plan that is a cash or deferred arrangement. Employees can elect to defer receiving a portion of their salary, which instead is contributed into their account on their behalf uh, before taxes or after taxes. So that's the literal definition for it right. provided by the Department of Labor. But the dumbed down version is, is a 401k is basically a retirement account that your employer provides, mm -hmm. right? This isn't something, as far as I know, that you can just go and open up your own 401k. Nah, I, I, I think they're of it. specifically provided by employers. And basically what you can do is you can take out a percentage of your check mm -hmm. and you can put it into this retirement account, this 401k retirement account. And most companies provide... A match, right? right. Yeah, that's the thinking. magic. He said, that's where it is. That's the magic. So I know um, for me, the military provides a 6% uh, match. So mm -hmm. I, I don't know. What, is, what does the GDOT do? They, uh, after the new fiscal year, yeah, um, it's being initiated. They're going to match us up to 9%. D Dang. Yeah. That's, I, wow, that's yeah. really good. Yeah. So you're almost like, if you contribute 10%, you're almost doubling it. That's like crazy. that's the rule, right? Contribute yeah. 10%. Well, I mean, you put 9% in, they put 9% in, you're at 18%. That's what I'm so saying. 8% of your salary every year, I don't know what that is, but that's pretty, I yeah. mean, that's a lot of money to put away towards your retirement, right. especially at the age of 23. Well, that's what I mean. Even like if you were doing 10%, you're almost doubling the money that you're putting in that's because crazy. they'll match you up to nine. Yeah. Yeah. So now there are limitations when it comes to a 401k, right? Mm -hmm. So... A 401k, you can only contribute $22,500 into it 
every year. This is as of this is a, as of 2023. Right. Um, and it's actually been going up for not just mm-hmm. 401ks, but also IRAs. But I know this year for 2023, the max amount of money you can put in there is $22,500. That is just your contributions. That right. is not the contributions right. that your uh, match like th- that they've matched. So imagine if they matched. Okay, this, you got to make a lot of money for this to be possible. But right. let's just say 5% of your paycheck mm-hmm. is 22500 right? right? Which that means you're making a lot, lot of a, money. A lot of money. A lot of money. But say your company matches 5%. So now you're talking, what is that? $45,000 in one year that you would have right. in there. Because it is, they, they are matching. They're matching what you put in, not, five, not 5% of what you put in. They're matching up to five percent of which, so which would be make. Yeah, yeah, which would initially the, like essentially be the same thing because you're putting five percent of your check in. So if you make a hundred thousand, that's right. five grand, right? And they're taking, they're matching your five grand and putting five grand, but the so ten grand's going in. Yeah, exactly, ten grand in one year, which is wild. If you can afford to do that, you're going yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say if you're if you're putting ten grand in your four hundred one k every year, that's I mean you're doing something right because I mean ten years you got a hundred thousand and that's not even including earnings and everything. So, yeah. Yeah, it gets it gets wild from there. So that is a 401k, right? On the other hand, we have a IRA, which stands for an individual retirement account, right? Now, this isn't something uh companies usually provide, but it's something you can open on your own through a financial mm-hmm. institution, right? So mm-hmm. I have my uh IRAs through uh Robinhood, the brokerage, right? And you can do it through I should probably do yeah, you I can do it. Yet, I well, I will say for those who are looking to open up an IRA, the only reason I went with Robinhood is because they have a 1% match, which is like... But for an IRA, that's but, insane. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, which granted, you can only put so much in there, which we'll dive into that. But mm-hmm. you know, even getting 1% of your money, that's still something, right? right. So um, that's the only reason. But you can go through Fidelity. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can go through... Uh, what's that company called? Northern Western? Or Northwestern North, Mutual. Northwestern Mutual. Uh, a lot of banks offer it, um, or a lot of brokerages offer it. Yeah, and you can easily—it's just as easy as going in there. You know, obviously, give them your social security number and whatever mm-hmm. else, and they can basically set you up a brokerage account that you can invest your money into. And you can either pay them to invest that money into something, or you can invest it yourself. Right. So let's kind of break it down. Let's kind of break down an IRA, right? So when we talk about IRAs, we have to start talking about traditional and Roth. Right, right. So, which can be a little tricky. That, that this is this is the tax part of it. Right. This is basically the tax part of it, and how your money is going to be taxed after you like put contributions in. What it's going to look like forty year de- forty years down the road. What it's going to look like the day that you put it in, and and everything like that. Right. So there's the, these two types. There's traditional IRA or mm-hmm. traditional four hundred one k. And then there's a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k, but we're only going to be talking about the Roth and traditional IRAs today. And we'll kind of explain why here in a little bit. So first we have the traditional IRA, right? So the traditional IRA is where you make contributions, right? You put your money into this account and you basically, you put the money in now, you get this tax deduction. For that year, so let's say that I put five thousand dollars into this traditional IRA, right? Well, then that makes me eligible for a 
$5,000 tax deduction for the year 2023, this year. Let's just say I did it this yeah. year, right? Now, there are some, I guess, limitations to those deductions. For instance, so let's take that same example, right? I put mm-hmm. $5,000 on this traditional IRA, which makes me eligible for a $5,000 tax deduction for the fiscal year that I put it in, right? right? Well, it depends on if you have a 401k with a company or not. It's mm-hmm. actually kind of weird. So let's say I put the money in there. I have my own IRA. I put $5,000 in my traditional IRA, but I also, I'm in the military and I have a 401k with the military, right? Right. Well, they're going to see that I have a 401k with the military, but I also have this traditional IRA. So they're not going to give me full um tax deduction they're not going to give me the full five thousand tax deduction they're going to give me partial tax deduction yeah that's kind of it's like really and that is based on so that is based on how much money you make right oh it's like a tax bracket yes so when we break it down the way they do it is if you have an employer 401k but you also have this traditional ira that you're putting money in there right you only get partial tax deductions towards your taxes that year. Now, there are limitations. To get this partial deduction, you have to either, if you're a single person, single household, you have to make less than $78,000, right? All of us. <laughs> All of us. <laughs> and if you're married, right, and you're filing jointly with somebody, you have to make less than 130000 to get this partial deduction. Now. If you're only putting money in a traditional IRA and you don't have a 401k with any company, you get full tax deduction. Mm-hmm. So you get all of it. So whatever you put into that traditional IRA that year and you don't have a 401k with any company, you're getting all the tax deductions. And that's that why can- business owners open up IRAs in their kids' names because their kids are not with a company. So I- they get the full tax deduction. <laughs> there you go. So you have three kids. You're getting $15,000 of tax reduction. Hey, we, we got to have another kid. <laughs> we need more tax deductions this hey, year. We got to have one more. Taxes are I need that bad. 20. <laughs> yeah. You so, got to get them out quick. Boy. Yeah. So basically, that's a real big benefit of the traditional IRA or the tax deductions tax deductions that you get that year. Mm-hmm. Now, what does that look like 40 years down the road when I go to pull money out of this traditional IRA, right? Mm-hmm. Well, here's the problem. So with a traditional IRA, when you put this money in there and it grows, you have to pay taxes whenever you start withdrawing the money, mm-hmm. which you cannot start withdrawing penalty-free until the age of 59 and a half. And is that also based on how much you were making that's the th- there's the other catch, right? So the other catch is the taxes you're paying, it de- is dependent on what tax bracket you are when you withdraw that year. So let's say you just retired, right? And you, you were making over a hundred. Best job you ever Yeah, <laughs> best job of your life. You were making a hundred thousand dollars, and then you immediately start withdrawing from that account that mm-hmm. year, whatever tax bracket you're in that year of withdrawal. Mm-hmm is what, what that money's gonna be taxed. So I'm sure there's a way to play the system to where you wait a couple years or something like that. You get out of your job, you work some uh, for a, a restaurant Yeah, for your last year. Yeah, well, it's it still, plus, like, by that time, depending on how, how old you are, like, you could be pulling Social Security, which right. that puts you in a tax bracket, a very low one, but it still puts you in a mm-hmm. tax bracket. So 
that's kind of something you have to keep in mind is where am I going to be later in life? Mm-hmm. Because that can be a big, like, you know, determining factor on which one of these accounts you go into. And I'm going to break that down a little bit at the end. So that is what a traditional IRA is, right? Moving on to a Roth IRA and what this is the IRA everybody says to put your money in. This, this is, the, is the one. This is the, the big bucks right here. So a Roth IRA is where you make, and I'm going to give you the same definition I gave from the U.S. Labor, right. U.S. of Labor. And it's basically saying it's where you make contributions with money you've already paid taxes on mm-hmm. and your money may potentially grow tax-free. And with you, when you withdraw it, it'll be tax-free. Right. So what's the big difference between a traditional and a Roth? Right. The difference is paying taxes on what you put in as opposed to what you what it accrued in interest. Exactly. So let's use that same analogy, but we're talking about a Roth IRA this time, right? right? So you put ten thousand dollars in, forty years later, you're eligible to pull that money out. And let's say it only made a thousand dollars. So you have eleven thousand bucks now. You can pull all eleven thousand dollars out tax free. Mm-hmm. And when we're using very small numbers, I want to say again, but when you're talking about the future and you're talking about you put a quarter million in over a 40 years, you put a quarter million dollars in there and it's made, mm-hmm. you know, a million dollars in interest or whatever. Right. That's a lot of money you got to pay taxes on if, if you're not careful. So that's basically the main difference. But another perk of the Roth IRA is because it, you can use it almost as an emergency fund, right? Mm-hmm. So I love to keep going back to this analogy of the 10,000 and everything like that, right? But we're going to use, we're going to shorten our time span a little bit, right? Let's say uh, January 1st, 2022, I put $10,000 in my Roth IRA. I come back to that Roth IRA on January 1st. Of you two- should probably tell them that you cannot put $10,000 into a Roth oh, IRA. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you can't. <laughs> that, hey, that's actually a very fair point. So the limitations, this is with traditional IRA and a Roth IRA. You can only put $6,500 in there a year. But you can put 6500 in a tra- traditional IRA and you can put 6500 in a Roth IRA. So technically, you can put $13,000 worth of I- money into yeah. IRA. But for the sake of math, we've been using Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um so let's let's change the analogy then. So let's say in January 2022, I put $6,000 into my Roth IRA, mm-hmm. right? And let's say a year later, January 1st, 2023, it's made a thousand bucks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's made a thousand bucks. Right. <laughs> so now I have $7,000, but I'm not 59 and a half years old. So right. can I still pull the money out? And the answer is yes. Yeah. You can pull the money out that you put in. Right. But you cannot pull the money out penalty and tax free the money, the, the earnings yes. on the money. So the thousand dollars it made from January 1st, 2022 to January 1st of 2023. Mm-hmm. That $1,000, I would be penalized and taxed on it if I pull it out before the age of 59 and a half. Right. But the 6000 that I put in the year prior, that's already my pay, money. Already paid. Yeah, it's already, already paid. paid. It's already tax-free. So I can pull that money right out. So it's kind of nice. And that $1,000 that accrued still sits there and accrues interest. Right. And you leave that $1,000 in there because obviously you'll get penalized for pulling mm-hmm. it out before the age of 59 and a half. And you just let it in there and grow. But it's nice because you can almost use a Roth IRA as an emergency fund or a savings or something like that, which might be good for some people, 
and might actually not be good for others, people that are like not really good about saving money. It's like, oh, I just put it in there. I can pull it right back out whenever I want. So so that's kind of the nice part of this Roth IRA is being able to put pull out whatever you put in. And not but, be penalized. And not be penalized. But you cannot do that with a traditional IRA. Mm-hmm. The money you put in there, they're keeping it until you're 59 and a half years old. Mm-hmm. So because you're getting a tax deduction that year for that money you put in there. Right. So I do want to talk about the IRA limitations, yeah. right? Uh, which we kind of hit on already. Um, so there's a 59 and a half age requirement for traditional, mm-hmm. right? The contributions and the earnings for traditional there's a 59 and a half age requirement for just the earnings on the Roth IRA, not the contributions. You can pull your money back out at any time, but you can't pull the money that it made, the earnings. Um, You can also only invest, like we said, $6,500 in each IRA, Mm. and that's it, uh, for the year. And then you have to wait for the new fiscal year, or I think it's January 1st. You can start investing in the next one. Um, Calendar year. Yeah, next calendar year to start investing into uh, your IRAs, unless you were 50 years or older, and in that case, you can invest 7,500 a year if you're 50 years older. Which I'm guessing they do that because you're like you're a little bit behind the curve if you're 50 and you're just now starting to put money in your yeah. IRA. So I think that's kind of why. But I mean, that's nice to know so, because yeah, you, you can be up. yeah, you can be 49. Say you've been doing it your whole life, and now you're 50. Well, now you can even bump up your contributions anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's kind of a nice thing to know. So which one is better? Okay, that's a lot. A lot of people ask which one's better: traditional, Roth. Well, it depends on you and whether you think you'll be in the same tax bracket as you are now when you reti- or when when you retire. Mm-hmm. So people recommend a Roth IRA or four hundred one k makes the most sense if you're confident of having a higher income. In retirement than you do now, which so if you're young, yes, in you Jesus probably want to do yes, Roth. Yeah, exactly. I will be making more money in the future than I am now. Yeah. Now, if you expect your income and your tax rate will be either the present level or lower in your retirement years, then they say a traditional IRA or 401k is likely mm-hmm. your better bet. So. Basically, if you think you're going to stay the same or maybe even go down in the future, which nobody wants to go down in their income in the future, then they say to stick with a traditional. They, think, they say, on the other hand, if you think your income is going to be higher come retirement, then mm-hmm. they recommend a Roth IRA. So, and like I said, the whole traditional and Roth aspect of it, it doesn't just go for the IRA. It also goes for the 401k. So you can mm-hmm. do a 401k traditional or you can do a 401k Roth. Mm-hmm. It just depends on how you want to, like I said, where you think you're going to be at retirement age. And so, yeah, that's, re- that's really um, all I got for 401ks and Roth IRAs. And I feel like that was kind of a lot to like lot absorb. To yeah, because I mean, yeah, that's- there are, you did say there are such things as Roth 401k too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Which, so that then you're getting a Roth with a match. Exactly. Yeah. And and that's what I do. I for And a, I don't believe you get penalized on their contributions. I don't know that for sure, but I don't believe you do. But even if you do, and this is something since we're talking about it, we can talk about rollovers, mm-hmm. right? So I've done a rollover, a 401k rollover recently with my old uh, elevator company. Mm-hmm. So basically all what, what a 401k or I'm sorry, what an IRA rollover is, 
is it's basically turning your 401k mm-hmm. into an IRA. So, um, and this isn't really hard. Like if you stopped working for a company way back when, and you haven't rolled over that 401k to a new company and it's just been sitting there, but you want to keep contributing to it, you can call that company and be like, hey, I have IRA, I have a traditional and a Roth IRA, and I want to roll over those accounts. I want to roll mm. over the 401k to that, this account. And they'll do it. And they'll yeah, do it. My dad just did it. Yeah. When so he moved it, from Topan to Delta. Yeah. And it's really like I did that with that company because I was like, that, that money's just sitting there. Like, I don't have any control over where it's being invested because yeah. it's a 401k and they hire another company to do all that. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see the money. I want to see where it's going. I want to see what the growth is like and everything like that. So I rolled it over to a traditional and a Roth IRA. And uh, yeah, I highly recommend that. If you uh, if you're not able to contribute into it anymore, but yeah, that's really all I got for you. Got anything to add on that? I mean, it's a lot. It's nah, a lot. I, I I feel like adding only just makes it more. Yeah, yeah. It's just like we'll definitely talk more on yeah investing I, and yeah. Stuff like that. I feel like we're pretty uh for our age pretty. I wouldn't say fluent, but we're knowledgeable about it. We're not and, day traders by any means. No, 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 no. But, we we can't get in the weeds about it, but like a broad spectrum, like we're pretty pretty knowledgeable and a lot of people like don't start investing until like we said earlier like they don't start investing until i don't know late 20s early 30s if that yeah i know like and you're it's crazy how much better off and how much more money you can have in the future if you start earlier like even five years can make such a huge Mm -hmm. difference so yeah i guess that puts it puts us puts us in yep (laughs) get it out puts us in god is good time so the story we have today is about a cafe out in Berkeley, California, and it's ran by this guy named Colin Doran. And the the restaurant or the cafe, it's called Everybody Eats. And what they're known for is that if anybody ever went into this restaurant and they could not afford a meal, then they would get a free breakfast. That's what the owner Doran would do for those people, right? Well, during the pandemic and COVID, Doran kind of fell into a slump where he was basically going to have to shut down the cafe, right? He, he used all his savings to play, pay his employees what he could, right, to just keep the place running. And what happened was his customers ended up starting a GoFundMe and they raised more than $30,000 to keep the cafe running. And Doran was just so surprised by this. He commented, society is only as good as its poorest person. To me, food is love. I feel good when I go home at night knowing that I helped provide a meal to somebody who needed one. Everybody deserves to eat. And I guess that's why he called his restaurant Everybody Eats. Everybody Eats. So yeah, uh, God is good. God is good to Doran. Doran is good. <laughs> Doran is good because hey, of God. It's hey, good. Everybody Eats. Never been there, but I'm sure it's If you good. don't believe that's God. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's crazy just how little stories like this, it just shows how, how good God is always. Mm-hmm. What's the little saying? God is good. good all the time and all the time. God, God is, is good. good. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, there's your little uh, God is good story for the day. Um, but, yeah, thanks for listening. I know that was a lot to absorb again. Uh, but if you have any questions, you can always reach out to Sawyer myself. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. You can maybe reach out to Sawyer myself. Uh, we'll probably try to give you the best uh, answer we can give you. We try to like use most like 
obviously not most, but we try to use all factual stuff like um, provided by, you know, the <clears throat> IRS or labor mm-hmm. statistics or anything like that. But yeah, thanks guys again for listening uh, to two guys just shooting the breeze. And we'll be back next week with another episode. I'm Cody. And I'm Sawyer. Oh, and before I forget, be sure to tune in to next week's episode because we're going to be doing a special giveaway. So tune in and find out how to enter for that giveaway. See y'all then.